Welcome to Alphabet Drippings. I'm Ben. I'm Alex. I'm Matt. And I have nothing clever to say. Me either. Nothing. We probably should quit stalling and get on with some stories. Absolutely. Our first story today is Rex Makes an Assertion by Colin Goodboy. Okay, okay. Thank you all for coming. I'm glad you could make it. I know this wasn't easy for some of you. Bah, my owner never remembers to shut the gate. <sighs> Had to squeeze through the cat door. Mom brought me. Sorry, I couldn't get a sitter. Hey, uh, I can sit. We know, Frank. Great. Uh, so, all right, here's the thing. The humans. Now, it's been a good thing for a long time. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it been great. Right, but I'm saying, though, we might want to start thinking about looking out for ourselves, you know? What? We, we love the humans. I love you. They give me treats. Now, he hear me out. Just hear me out. What if the day were to come, and I'm not saying it will, I'm just saying that well, those humans may not always be coming through that door, you know? Carrying that big bag of food. What? But they always come through with the food. Yeah, food is the best. Yeah, but what if they didn't? <laughs> Just let that sink in and think for a second all of us, about how it might behoove us to be just a little more self-sufficient. Uh, what's behooving? Oh, oh, don't worry, I'll explain after. Now, what do we know? We know they get the food with that stuff. Money! Yeah, they have all this money. They take it with them when they go, and then they come back and they have... what? A big bag of food! Exactly! I'm telling you guys, this money stuff is the key to the whole operation. I just know it. Yeah, I want some money. Well, here's how I think they get it. Now, I myself get a walk every day. I believe most of you do too. I get two, unless it's raining. Then I smell too bad. And at some point on that walk or walks, you go. <laughs> now settle. That's right. Now stay with me. Think, what does your owner do then? Picks it up in a little bag. Precisely, mine too. So they take the bag home, they put it in the big bin by the garage, and once a week, like clockwork, the bin goes out to the curb. Then the truck comes. Love parking at that truck. Sure, we all do. So then what? The big truck goes away with the little bag in it, and at some other point comes what? A little truck with the mailman. You lost me. Mailman pulls up, opens the little box, puts in some stuff, you ever think about what that stuff might be? Candy? Uh, well, no. Honestly, um, no. Money! At least some of it. I think that some of what the little truck guy puts in there is, in all likelihood, money. The rest of the humans put in the little can, and that goes out to the bin by the garage, and then to the curb, onto the truck, yada, 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 and so forth. Oh, I love that truck. Yes, Frank, we know. You guys see what I'm saying? <laughs> no, not at all. Friends, they take out what we put out, then they pick up what we need. Money. I think, you guys, the humans are selling our sh- <laughs> oh, no. Yes, now I want all of you to just sit with that for a second. Frank, you don't have to literally sit just because I said that word. <laughs> Well, now we know the reality. So here's the plan. Apparently, our 
output is tremendously valuable. In light of that fact, we need to conserve. Stop making deposits on your daily walks. Save, save, save. Somewhere, where, I don't know. We'll figure out what to do with it later, but I'm telling you, a stockpile of this brown gold is the key to us standing on our own four legs. We've cracked the code, my friends. All we have to do is recognize the value of the asset we all generate and start saving it and stop eating it. Frank, I'm looking at you. I'm cutting back. Ah! Honey, cover your ears. Seriously, Frank. We do that and we're golden. It's a proud day for all of us, my friends. We know our path, we have our plan. The key to independence was behind us all along. <laughs> So I took a few clients to lunch at Los Burros Tacos. Say, is that the new Mexican restaurant where you eat your whole meal while riding very small donkeys? It is indeed. We were having a great lunch. The food was tasty and the donkeys didn't smell that bad. That's great. But then the anti-bean brigade showed up. Those people again? I thought they were still picketing that organic grocery chain. What's it called? Oh yeah, Peddler Carl's. Well, they must have been able to spare a squad to sabotage the refried bean station at Los Burros. They were screaming, life instead of legumes, the whole time. They ruined a perfectly good lunchtime. I'm sorry, dude. Would a story make you feel better? It sure would. Next up, we have a message from one of our sponsors, but then we'll introduce the world to A Boy Named Dippy by John D. Smellinger. He was a man built for one purpose. I, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired of running. But there was one thing he couldn't run from. Uh, Jason, there seem to be some uh, inconsistencies here. Now, with time running out, Jason Bourne faces his biggest foe yet. 300 pages of corporate red tape. I, I don't remember anything from when I was in Bratislava. C can't you make something up? Uh, well, Jason, we, uh, we really should make sure these figures are accurate. Ah! This summer, sometimes you crunch the numbers, and sometimes they crunch you. Matt Damon. Can't you make this thing go any faster? Paul Giamatti. Oh dear, it says low toner detected. You can't control me anymore! Jason, no! From director Paul Greengrass comes the series' most ambitious film yet. You know, the technician isn't gonna come until Monday. Don't you understand? It's never going to stop. The Born Discrepancy. Oh, hello there, folks. Why, coming this fall on KATV, it's the heartwarming program about a precocious young boy the whole family will enjoy. He's Dippy, and boy, does he get into some doozies. Take this one, for instance. Dippy, were you scatterbugging in Mother's Victory Garden again? Yeah, I don't know, Pops, but it sure took a long while to get all those green beans out of my socks. And just wait until dear old Dad finds out about this one. Okay, guys, you all remember what to do? Take these newspapers to all the old folks' houses. Come right back, and I'll have a shiny penny for everybody. Aw, oh, nuts! Yes, he's the wide-eyed young boy in a brave new world of adventure. 
Won't you join him? I know I will. What kind of mischief will Dippy get into this week? Now, Dippy, where are all of Grand Grand's blue ribbon pies and cobblers? Gee, I sold them to the nice Chinaman who works at the general store. Dippy, you know Grand Grand isn't going to be happy about this. But, Pops, I usually show Grand Grand's pies down the old sewer pipe. The crocogators love them. Dippy. Milnerd? Milnerd? Where's my bumbleberry pie? Don't tell me those damn Blue Jays got to it again. Aw, oh, nuts. Yes, it's Dippy, everyone's favorite little boy. And all of his precocious hijinks are brought to you by Mrs. Thompson's Fruit Club. What's the tasty, fruity snack your children ask for after school? Why, it's Mrs. Thompson's Fruit Club. We don't know what the heck's in it, but boy, howdy, is it delicious. Find it wherever fine fruit-flavored snacks are sold. Also brought to you by Timerson's famous canned cigarette smoke. Yes, when you've got to have a whiff of the old wafty-wafty, there's nothing like Timerson's famous canned cigarette smoke. It's good for the lungs. Ask for it down at the drugstore. You know the place. Tune in this Sunday night when Little Dippy gets into one humdinger of a pickle. All right, boys and girls, it's time to pass in your essays on President Coolidge. Uh, Mrs. Kablotnik, instead of an essay, I just brought in this bucket of chitterlings and pollywogs. Dippy, you should not bring those things to school. You'll need to see me after class. Aw, oh, nuts! <laughs> yes, that boy does always seem to get into all kinds of trouble. Tune in this Sunday night and remember to tell your folks about it. It's the heartwarming program for the whole family. And don't forget to buy war bonds. Buy them today. Don't delay. If you don't get out there and buy those war bonds, you might just end up like our little friend Dippy here. Dippy, who were you talking to at the end of the driveway this morning? All that dawdling made your eggs turn cold. I was talking to the Trash Man, Pops. He was telling me all about his secret castle at the Trash Mountain. He said he could take me there in his stinky rubbish carriage whenever I want. He said he'd make me prince of the Trash people, and I'd have my very own aeroplane. Don't ever go there, Dippy. That man is a ne'er-do-well. Aw, oh, nuts! <laughs> yes, don't forget to tune in this Sunday night, folks. It's Dippy, our favorite little troublemaker. See what shenanigans he gets into this week. Will Dippy give dear old dad what for? Will he profess his boyish affections to his sweetheart, Eloise Thurman? Will he ever finish that dadgum model pickup truck? Find out this Sunday night at 6, only on KATV. Brought to you by Mrs. Thompson's Fruit Glop and Timerson's famous canned cigarette smoke. Ha <laughs> ha, don't miss it. My cousin is concerned about, as he calls it, the coming uranium storm. Is that something like nuclear winter? I guess. Am I correct to assume that he's making preparations for this upcoming cataclysm? You are correct. He's spent the last few months constructing a shelter. Oh, really? How's that coming along? Well, he's dug a two-foot-deep hole, which he's covered with grocery bags and twist ties. Ah, so it's a work in progress. No, I think that project's done. What makes you think that? Well, he spent the last week searching non-stop for Topps baseball cards of the 1985 Kansas City Royals to put in his time machine. Okie dokie. Should we have a story? Definitely. Coming up next is Edgar and Virgil off on another adventure. Them robots can't get us now. Nope. Except maybe that one over there watching us. What? 
There is no need to fear. Get the cattle prod. Now, hang on. Can't you see, Virgil? These robots ain't gonna quit until we're all dead. Yeah, but that ain't. You can be saved. Bullshit! <laughs> now you gone and done it. Take that! I think that was a Jehovah's Witness. No, that was a robot. Yeah, but... Wait, I smell burning hair. Well, because... Well, I'll be damned. Yeah, you, uh, you better lay low for a while. Well, it serves him right. I don't think this robot apocalypse was what Jehovah had in mind when he gave Johnny Boy that fever dream anyway. What's that now? Book of Revelation. Never mind. Keep at it. You're almost halfway. I don't know. I'm... Oh, come on. You know I can't take over. Well, now, why not? Tennis elbow. I got a bad case of it. Now, that don't mean... And I took all these psychedelics about two hours ago, so I'm kind of stuck on a glitter cloud right now. Oh, come on now. Sorry, sorry. I always forget to offer. Here you go. Thank you. Anyway, besides, I got to stand guard with the cattle prods. Yeah, but last time... I know it. You better dig a hole for him, too, before people start asking questions. Well, but... You know it? Well, you know what I think. What's that? I think we're all just consciousness inhabiting an organic vessel. Well, of course we are, Virgil. Remember what we talked about? The soul of a man is really really an interdimensional existence temporarily bound by by matter. Sure is. You know it? I remember now. That stuff works fast, doesn't it? You said it. Now, Now, what in the world? Well, I'll be damned. Them robots went underground, too. Well, now, we don't know. Stand back. Now, hold on. Damn that smarts. You all right? I hope so. All right, then. Well, now, what's this? It looks like a door. Well, how about that? What the hell? I'm out of here. Oh, no, you don't. I don't think. You and me are going to go in there and bring down them robots. I'm not sure. Oh, come on. I mean, can't we just... We came out here for protection. I can't have a creepy robot hole for a next-door neighbor. Well, all right. Don't forget your cattle prods. Yeah, okay, then. We have them now. Hmm. We've just finished our stories today, and I'm overcome with a feeling of extreme longing. Like the longing Frodo Beggins feels for Samwise Gamgee? Could it be that intense? I don't know. I better call my psychiatrist. In the meantime, we want to thank you all out there for listening. Our goal is to deliver you a monthly dose of weird. If you'd like to contribute with a weird tale of your own, please feel free to email us at email at alphabetdrippings.com. Now, we must warn you that we can't promise that we'll record your tale right away or at all, but don't let that stop you from creating weird and fun stuff. Until next time, you've been listening to Alphabet Drippings. Oh, Sam, I love the way you cook those potatoes. Potatoes.